people of the internet. How you doing today? How's it going? I'm Billy Bones. This is a walk through the mine. A moment where we can sit back and have a conversation. Discuss a handful of ideas and see where we end up. See if we can't use those talking points to kind of share amongst ourselves, friends and family and whoever we run into. Or we don't have to. You just listen to me ramble. Sit there and go, why why'd I listen to him? But today, today's topic, I was kind of hoping that with the new year, the roll into 2019, that we wouldn't be necessarily so gung-ho as we seem to be of the 2020 presidential election. I was hoping we could all get a break from that for a moment and I could talk while it was kind of died down. But alas, the conversation will continue with the drama that appears on TV. I was thinking the other day about voting and where we where we are with it, where we are within our democratic republic, our system where we elect a series of people to represent our voice collectively, city, state, county, country, it all kind of breaks down into who we want, passing the laws and investing the best for all of us. And we're, we're a pretty big community. There's a lot of cities out there that are very populated. You get more than 10 people, more than 100 people. The thing we kind of all have in common is that we have the right to vote. Not necessarily saying we we need to vote. You're not required to vote. You're not required to put your name in for someone you really do not appreciate. You don't have to cry or feign support for a supreme leader. But we all chip in. We all we we all want the best for where we live. As far as I understand. And we and again we do that by electing people to posts and positions. People there to make make the decisions for us as a collective. And under the normal guys or normal terms of how the how I operate, minimal research, minimal 
facts to hand out. We're just having a conversation. We're sitting back. We're, we're hanging out. But back in the day, way back in the day, when the Constitution was written, and voting rights were being figured out, only men who owned property had the right to vote. And we became a little bit more progressive and we said women can vote and made it easier and more accessible for everybody to vote. And I don't know, I don't know how it all broke down as far as to where we're at today. But the other day I saw someone suggesting that we lower the vote to 16. And I sat there and I said, that's, that seems to be a bit too much for me. And I could be wrong. I, you know, could be the best thing we could ever do. But I think about the reason, I don't know if it's specifically the reason, but one of the reasons why the Founding Fathers felt it important to keep it as land property owners to be allowed to vote. It was under the assumption that because you are vested in the community, you have you have more understanding and and desire to make sure that your community, your society, goes for the best interest. And back in back in those days, not everybody was thoroughly educated. If you had property, you definitely had money, and you had some sort of formal education. You were a learned person. And I think it's important that we let women vote and we let people of 18 vote. I'm not saying that we should bring it back down to people who own property be allowed to vote. And I remember when I turned 18, I was excited to be able to vote. Cast my opinion. Elect my representative. But as I've grown up, I've realized that it takes a lot more than seeing a well-dressed individual, a well-spoken individual or a poorly spoken individual to go on the TV, give me a bouquet full of lies, and these people don't follow through with their promises. Now, maybe they get stonewalled and politics happens and business deals fall through and, and permits that they think they can get just can't happen. And things happen. Not every promise can be made. 
But it all, again, it all boils down to people vested into their community. The 18-year-olds, first chance to vote, go out and vote. Do it. But I suggest educating yourself. You're not going to find out everything. No one ever does. But you can educate yourself. You can sit there and go, this is how they're going to do it. But as you educate yourself, you should always look at the the counterpoints. The best offense is a good defense. And know what your opposition is intending to do and how they plan to do it. Now, on the tip of, on the point of property owners being allowed to vote, I recently finished a documentary series on Netflix called Wild Wild Country. And there's a point, and it's a, it's a story about a, not to be degrading, because I, I would like to talk about Rajneesh Purim. But it's a, in a nutshell, a hippie commune that took place in the mid-80s. But there was a point where they invited homeless people to join their commune. A beautiful thing. Absolutely beautiful thing. And through their form of politics... And through the through the lax Oregon voting registration rules, as long as you stayed in the state for twenty days, you could su- register to vote. Now the the purpose behind them voting or the reasons, gets kind of very, very tricky. And I would recommend watching watching the Wild Wild Country show to educate yourself on what exactly was happening. But either way, in a nutshell, these, these people were importing, for lack of a better term, homeless people, registering to them to vote, to get them to pass laws or ordinances and take over city council. Right or wrong, it's it's a tough subject. But these people and I I don't want to I really don't want to mislabor the point or mislabel because there were there were things going wrong on both sides within that story within that circumstance but you have people that were only vested in the community within 20 days maybe they plan to stay there 15 years
but minimal education, minimal, uh, it's not that the people had minimal education, but how much of their interest was really vested in the greater, greater community outside of Rajneesh Prom? How much does an 18-year-old know? They might know just as much as a 35-year-old or a 55-year-old. They might, might, they might know more. They might know less. But being able to vote, it's an honor. It's a, it's a, it's a civil liberty, something you get because you're a citizen of the locale, city, county, state, federal. And you get the right to elect someone to represent your voice. And I know at 18, again, I didn't, I thought I was doing all the research and I've come to find out I haven't. That's the that's a part of learning. That's a part of growing up. You sit here and you think about how overloaded the the kids are with homework and whatnot. And you think that a sixteen year old has the intuition to know what's best because the way government works is not fixing it tomorrow it fixes it five ten years down the road and fix being a very generic term because something that looks like it could be for the best for everybody could turn out to be just an absolute nightmare that's why we elect people to make these decisions for us But again, the you know we all have the responsibility, not just for ourselves, but for our neighbors and our community, to make the absolute best decisions. I'm not saying one person is is better than the other. One bill or law, budgeting expense. But we, in my opinion, we need to do our due diligence on researching with voting. Sometimes it's not, it's not necessarily an emotional outcome that we need to decide upon. We really need to think about the pros and the cons the business expenses of it, or the social implications, the logistical implications. Um, when you 
These are stories, hearsay, of people who don't have to pay for their college. Just hand it out to them. They're given a car. Just hand it out to them. And they go out, and they party, and they have fun, and they don't care about it. I'm in college. I got a car. I can do whatever I want. Sometimes those people turn out for the better. Sometimes those people end up with a life lesson. Sometimes those people implement life lessons on other people. when you look at it under terms of owning land, having a vested interest in the future, if you buy your own car, if you pay for your own college tuition, you know how hard you worked for all that. And you don't want to work that hard again to replace it because you decided to go have fun, make a mistake. But you should have, everybody should have a reasonable interest to make sure that the best outcome happens. I know we're sitting in a, in a sticky situation with our hypothetical yet very realistic two-party system. But all I would ask you know, humbly, humbly ask this, is to go through and, and do your research. Invest, invest in your future and invest in other people's future. Because we're all, we're all rooting for each other in a sense. And if you don't want to vote, don't vote. And just to remember that when when things go sideways, they turn out how you didn't want them to. You could have had the chance to send a vote to unseat the sitting person and at least put someone new in. Because in a lot of places, there are term limits. So that way, things... Don't get stagnant. Sometimes you lose the you lose the voting outcome and sometimes you win. Sometimes that person you didn't want in there gets ousted. And sometimes the person you wanted to stay in there gets ousted. But such is the game. That's okay. I just want us all to be a little bit more educated. I want you to vote for someone that you think is going to respect your choice, respect your opinions, but know that they can't keep them all. I'm Billy Bones. 
been a walk through the mind. B-I-L-L-Y-B-O-N. The number three, S. That's how you spell the name. I'm on Twitter, at Billy Bones. Visit the website, billybones.com. Send me an email through there. Join the Discord. Hit me up on there. Share your thoughts. You got questions? You got comments? You got love mail or hate mail? You send it all. And I'll talk to you next Thursday.